They want to move out to rural locations, but um, high-speed internet becomes an issue. So finding the locations that we can help our buyers move to that also allows them to have the ability to remote work from home is definitely the high interest. Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about. It's your home. When it's time to buy or sell, turn to Colleen Benson and the Benson Broker Group with Keller Williams. Get answers to your real estate questions and put your search in capable hands. It's time for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson. Colleen, I got a couple of headlines from the real estate world. Wanted to run them by you. Again, these are national headlines, but we're going to put them into the local perspective for, you know, uh, if you're living here in Oregon or thinking about moving to Oregon, obviously that local perspective will be important for you. One was kind of depressing, uh, <laughs> was <laughs> renters fear they'll never own. And this was a survey of 2,500 renters. And this was kind of astounding. Uh, it revealed that 88% of them would rather own their home, pretty significant majority, but almost half of them worry they'll never be able to buy. So they have the desire, but they don't necessarily have the confidence that they'll ever be able to reach that goal. And then they gave reasons for why that was. And the top reason, which was, again, a little bit more than half of them, is that they'll never be able to f- afford a down payment. Is that similar to what you see as the, maybe the top concern of a renter trying to become a buyer? Yeah, I do. Or their credit, they can't get their credit right or their debt to income ratio. Yeah, I do. I, I have family and friends that have been renters their whole life and feel like they'll never buy a house. And yeah, that's sad. Especially in the market right now where we hear stories of needing to bring down payments of exorbitant amounts to the table to kind of be competitive. I know that can, you know, discourage a lot of people. Well, yeah, you know, you get a buyer that's so excited. They've saved their money and they have their pre-approval and they come to us and they say, hey, we're so excited. We're ready to buy a house. We're pre-approved to 225000 And we're like, oh my goodness, it's such tough price range. Hard to find anything in that price range. So that's that, that's an unfortunate situation for a lot of people. Yeah. You mentioned one of the other top reasons, and that was the credit score maybe not being high enough or they don't have a stable job. That can be a problem for a lot of folks. And then just the general lament that home prices are too high. So yeah, you kind of hit on uh, on all of those. For those that are in this situation, though, what resources or what kinds of conversations do you have with them to help at least move them in the direction of a homeownership, if that's truly a goal that they have? Any advice you could share for somebody that yes, wants to Yes, I there? mean, we do uh, first-time buyer seminars quite often, and we would have just a private consult with you. First thing I would do is introduce you to a lender, a lender that's going to work with you on what steps you need to take and a timeline. So let's say um, you come to us and you're like, how do I start? Well, we're going to provide you with a roadmap on how to get from here to there. And that's going to include things like, first of all, let's look at that credit check. Let's look at that credit score. We have ways to get that up. And a lender is going to advise you on maybe what to pay off, what not to pay off. And we can also do something called a rapid rescore, where we have some tricks and tools to get that credit score up sometimes by 40 points, which is huge help to get pre-approved. It helps tremendously to come to us with a steady paycheck for at least two years and then a favorable debt to income ratio. So don't go out and buy or lease that nice car if you want to be a homeowner. Let's get you in a house 
then you can go buy the card. You know, the lender will provide a checklist of everything you need for your application, which includes your W-2 forms, your tax returns. So if, you ha- if you're behind on filing your taxes, we need to help get you caught up with that. And other information, maybe if you have a child support um, document, we'll need to collect that. And and then it just kind of helps paint your complete financial picture. And so then we'll go from there. What do we need to do and how are we going to get there? Great pieces of advice, Colleen. If you are a renter thinking about making that switch to buying and it's a goal of yours, don't hesitate to reach out to Colleen. Talk to her about that. Again, 503-830-9467. Call or text her to start that conversation. She can give you some great advice. 503 830 9467. And you can also go online to keepingitrealestatepodcast.com, keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. And that's going to take you to our show website where you can access lots of great resources that'll be helpful for you as well. Another headline I saw, Colleen, was about remote working and how remote workers are transforming housing markets. Since remote workers can live anywhere, they're flocking to what this article described as mid tier cities causing huge influxes in real estate pricing. So yeah. <laughs> even for those who aren't moving far away from their homework base, they're still willing to put less emphasis on a short commute. So almost a quarter of millennials are willing to increase their commute time for the chance at a better home. So you've got folks that are moving to just like totally different cities. And then you've got people that are saying, all right, I'm going to stay in my same city, but I don't mind going further to the outskirts or the suburbs or even the exurbs, I guess they call it. And so those little exurbs and surrounding areas of a, of a bigger city are seeing huge growth, just like smaller cities or mid-tier cities all across the country. It's, it's, and I, I believe we've talked about throughout the pandemic, that's kind of happening in different places in Oregon, right? Well, I mean, a prime example, Portland to Salem, you know, we're getting Portland um, people that you used to live quite an urban lifestyle uh, wanting to move to Salem, which is just bringing the prices, just skyrocketing the prices here in Salem. Then the Salem people move out to, you know, the outskirts of the Willamette Valley. And so that's that's exactly what we've seen over the last year. The future of work, you know, isn't necessarily going to revolve around centralized offices, I truly feel. So this shift, I think, is a permanent alter to uh, suburban and urban residential real estate markets, and that's local and nationwide. I mean, the properties likely to be high demand in the near future are the ones that are more more suburban, more rural. Um, you know, a, a lot of what we see is they want to move out to rural locations, but um, high-speed internet becomes an issue. So finding the locations that we can help our buyers move to that also allows them to have the ability to remote work from home is definitely the high interest. Yeah, such an interesting thing to think about, uh, debate. Is this something that's only going to be a, a another one or two years kind of thing? Or is this going to stick permanently for a much longer period of time? Are people going to like moving to those other areas after a little while? Are they going to want to get back to the... It's going to be a really interesting next, I guess, decade, but even the next like three to five years just to see how it maybe shifts and then shifts back or stays. It's going to be kind of wild to watch unfold. Yeah, I don't know if the urban um, lifestyle will ever come back as strong as it was. I mean, because we've had this conversation before, Walter, where the Zen, the Z, 
what's it called? Sorry. Gen, Gen Z or Gen... The Gen Zers are Who, looking... Whoever's next. <laughs> yeah, the, those young kids, they're moving to the burbs right away. They're buying and they're, the trend is that we're seeing them start families younger and just kind of jump into that suburban lifestyle, whereas the millennials really wanted that walkability score, that urban lifestyle, that mixed-use retail that we talked about earlier, retail and residential. And um, I, I don't know where the trend will go. Um, it'll be interesting to watch. Definitely will be. Absolutely. All right. Last but not least, uh, this is kind of circling back to how we started the show today, Colleen, but this was one of the headlines this week. Realtor.com says that between September 12th and October 17th is the best buying period of the year. The number of homes is up, prices are dipping slightly, and there's less competition. There are also fewer buyers because many people are back into school and work routines now that the summer is over. And so they say this next month basically is the best time to buy a home. Do you see that hey, happening locally? That makes me smile. Yes. I mean, we're so busy. Our, I mean, we're not too busy, but our team is definitely busier this month than we were last month. And we're seeing a lot of sellers, um, like I said in the beginning, coming out and ready, you know, maybe that we've been nurturing or talking to for over a year or longer, or uh, they're ready to sell. So we are bringing a lot of inventory to market. Um, it seems to be that we're bringing about seven to 10 new listings a week right now. And that is, a, that's so great for our buyers. We can put our buyers in touch with our listings, maybe as they go live or right before they go live and give them opportunity to purchase with, with less competition because we've got some great homes on the market. The Keeping It Real Estate Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and most major podcasting apps. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Just search for Keeping It Real Estate with Colleen Benson on your favorite app to find us. Or you can find subscribe links, listen to past episodes, check out the show notes and other great resources, including ways to contact the show and Colleen by visiting keepingitrealestatepodcast.com. That's keeping it real estate podcast.com. Did you know that Colleen Benson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Keeping It Real Estate radio show, Saturdays and Sundays at 1 p.m. on AM 1220 and 104.3 FM KSLM.